0: Tonight's episode of Mob Rules starts a new era for the podcast. Uh, Beloved member Dave has decided to take a break from podcasting for a while. So we move on to just Danny and I um, taking on the world, arguing about who's the oldest now, (laughs) but we can't because we're both exactly the same age. Word. Word. So, so long, Dave, and thanks for all the fish. I, I unmuted us now. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, technical <laughs> skills, still present. <laughs> Audio much, re- much reduced, but still present. Much much reduced, but still present. Hey, welcome to Rules. I'm John. I'm Danny. Oh, wait, I got something for you, Danny. Oh, yeah? Ooh, yeah, Danny the Eagle. Sexy. Yeah, I like it. the most American of birds. <laughs> but the thing is, so like over the weekend, I went down to like this wildlife sanctuary place here in Alaska where you can like stay in your car and just drive around. Oh, did um, you do that too? Oh yeah, yeah, we did that on Mother's Day, man. Oh, I did that on Wednesday for so my good, anniversary. Dude, I posted a bunch of pictures of it. I think you I, did? I think I, um, accepted you that. into to going there must, too. Must have well, or my wife, or you're, she's or the you're, one who decided to oh, go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but there's like I made me realize that every single eagle I have ever seen is crippled and depressed. Because uh, oh, all the zoo-bound ones have like either lost wings or can no longer fly or are in this tiny-ass cage now. That's fair. Um, yeah, so just a bunch of captive birds. When, uh, when I was
1: driving down there, I probably saw like six eagles oh,
0: well, like I, just on the side of the road. I really like, got to start stuff. paying attention. <laughs>
1: <'Cause> <laughs> they were soaring
0: majestically. I, I saw nothing. All I saw was a bunch of surprising traffic and, um, oh yeah, right. So the much traction and it was construction. Bad. It was so bad. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, who would have imagined that we're still in the middle of a giant pandemic at this point?
1: <laughs> Industry rolls on.
0: Industry rolls on. It sure does. Uh, the economy cannot die. Love it. So Danny Eagle, uh, Yo, little, little birdie told me you actually played 40K this uh, week. Well, don't tell him. No, just No, kidding. okay. Uh, in a I, uh, socially responsible way.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, with one of my buds. Uh, we played in his garage. Uh, Practicing with Rob. for the Alamo GT. Right. <laughs> yeah. We were, yeah. yeah we, we're flying down two weeks early to quarantine ourselves ahead of time Dude, so that we can play for no ITC I, points. I, I
0: love that someone saw Pro Tabletop through a tournament and you know they were like you know what I want to make worse decisions than
1: this <laughs> this is actually maybe even worse than the guy who inflated his numbers like by pretending that people showed up and then dropping them round one so they can make
0: major status oh man oh good times good times. well maybe people will drop after round one but for for valid for reasons <laughs> For COVID infection, yeah, for for infection, Will yeah. they
1: have testing there at the place. Like, do they go through and take your temperature? Every Part round of the event sure?
0: packet is is like uh, a Google Maps direction to the nearest testing site.
1: <laughs> oh, I think we were yeah. talking
0: about this before. Gamers don't wash their hands uh, or respect personal space anyway, so it's it's going to be interesting. It'll be a thing. We'll but, see what happens. But anyway, on a more positive, less depressing note, I got
1: to play a game of Forty K. Yeah, I know, it was amazing. It was rad. Um, I got to put my uh, like, finished Sisters list on the table for the first time. Uh, which oh, was, yeah. Because you've
0: been playing it a bunch on, um, on like, the tabletop simulator, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And I built part of it and then had to borrow some models to play in a tournament where I played uh, mostly Sisters, but also some Dark Angels. Um, and so now I got to play with Pure Sisters. It was really fun. Um, Rob was playing Pure Admech. Oh, no. No, he wasn't. He was no. playing Imperium. He was playing Admech, uh, Scions, and Imperial Guard, like, three
0: different attachments. Oh, we threw in Soup again? Yep. Oh man, he's got his little Robotoaster boner ready for all those <laughs> oh, new things. Oh man, going is on. he ready for Engine War? Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> I think we all are at this point, though, I right? We, I mean, are, like. I think
0: we're ready for anything at this point. They could re release the last, like, uh, Psychic Awakening book and we'll be like, shit. <laughs> well, I know. I personally will be like, shit, content, content. Oh, finally. Dude, let's do a review quick <laughs> before people learn how Imperial Fists
1: work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're re-releasing a new version of the White Scar Supplements. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd buy that. Anyway, so uh, uh, I got to play them. That was a good game. We only played a few turns just because of time.
0: Um, Just it was getting late, and we kind of saw how the game was going to go. I find that a lot when you talk about your practice games with Rob. They last usually two turns, and then you talk out four, and then you're like, yeah, that's right and then I mean, kind of call it after that. Can, yeah, we can kind of see which way the wind is blowing
1: like when uh it took like turn 2, I had some repentia in the middle of the table and he went first. So he we we played through his turn 2 and then my turn 2 and then it was and it was kind of like okay, well yeah, we see what's going what's going to happen here. Um he uh he basically had to use his entire army to kill nine repentia in the center of the table. That seems off. It was pretty bad. Um but I mean like they have a five up invulnerable save from Celestine, and then, uh, yeah, and then my drop my drop troops came down and freaking annihilated stuff. They did so good. Like one unit of Seraphim came down, killed probably ten guardsmen between two squads between the two shooting phases because mm-hmm. it shoots in the movement and in the shooting phase. Killed a trans uh, one of his dune crawl one of his dune riders, like the the hover hovercraft transport. Yeah, and then out popped a tech priest manipulus.
0: Which then I then shot with four more melted pistols and aced him Jeez. too. Uh, so that was pretty bad. So way to remind Rob why he doesn't like Admac right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. He had some bad roles too. Like, uh,
1: so he had uh, he's like thirty Stygies electro priests in the Dune Riders. Oh,
0: oh, Dune Riders now. Yeah.
1: So he, but he uses the Stygy strat to like push him forward. Yeah, and they're a lot cheaper than the drills. Yeah. So he, anyway. It's the Rob special. Is Electro priests and some? Fight. Yeah, it's pretty good. Or some you stuff. know, so they're they're Electro priests and something. Yeah. Um. And so they got out and charged. Like they killed all but one Repentia, or all but two. And then I passed the leadership test on him to only lose one more. So he didn't get a kill on the first turn. Aww. Um. And then he charged one squad of Battle Sisters with a squad of Electro priests and did not kill them, like at Wait, all. What? Which. Uh, what? So, well so will they ignore AP minus one and minus two?
0: Oh, okay. That makes so, more sense. <laughs> like
1: I got a three up save against all of his things and he didn't roll he only rolled a couple of sixes and they only did one mortal wound and I like saved one with a feel no pain. So it was like they just didn't do enough damage to kill enough battle sisters to make them like go Super Saiyan and like be able to get a two plus invulnerable save, which was game over for them.
0: Yeah. That's that's the dream right there. It for is them. the dream.
1: It is the dream. So
0: So it called it. How are you feeling about your sister's army? Like, Because you've been good. talking about Pure for a while. You spent most of the past couple of months just building thousands of sister's <laughs> models. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, it's so many models. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Let's see here. So things I liked, uh, it's a lot easier to play them uh, not on Tabletop Simulator. No, was I was gonna
0: say. Did you just like pull out your laptop and mouse and be like, "All right, <laughs> bro, on, let me let's let go. me copy and paste these units onto the table." Latin network, bro. Let's go. <laughs>
1: this is how we do it now. Is this not how you play forty k? I totally forgot. Anyway, um, so yeah, so we'll give we're we're gonna hopefully do that again here this week.
0: It'll be good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see what he can I'm do. Hype. Yeah, it's super super hype. So what, what else have you been up to? Um, being a busy boy. I haven't done a ton
1: of hobby stuff. Uh, I I built some models for a different game uh, that shall not be mentioned. And then I, uh, you got uh, your
0: silent witnesses, or you got your false witnesses too?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And the dash all core box, which is good too. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, so other games. um, (laughs) uh, I also built. uh, I built some marine stuff. I built another six in inceptors. Um, So I'm up to twelve of those boys.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, like, I've spent the past, like, two weeks just kind of, like, looking around at all my shit. I mean, like, like what do I want to do? Like, yep. you know, and I have, like, choice paralysis at this point. For sure. So, like, I threw some contrast on, like, one model that shall not be named. And then, like, halfway through doing it, like, stopped. And I was like, okay, i want to go do something else now. And right, then right. Th- they went and grabbed. And then today I was just like, you know what? Uh, I was having a down day, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to build something. So, I went and built, like, a great unclean one. And that Dude, that kit is so nice. There's so oh many cool gosh. pieces to it. I love, like, the nurglings.
1: Like, yeah. there's the one that's getting squished. And yeah.
0: Like, yeah. I have attached zero nurglings to that guy because they'll all be going on, like, various tanks and dreadnoughts and cool. stuff for my Death Guard Force uh, because it is it's so good. <laughs> they're really fun, man. Um, like. And then having built, like, the original great unclean one kit oh. when it was, like, metal. <laughs> like 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 little floppy tits himself uh and to, to move to this one here and now he's got you know oh I still saw the nipples those guys are gonna be like bright like skin color <laughs> like all my stuff is all my stuff going forward is like purple or gold so obviously my my uh my great unclean one's big perp, and it's just like this giant so far purple uh great unclean one something I did do is I've been watching a lot of duncan's uh tutorial videos that he's been putting out through uh-huh. the, the Duncan Rose Academy which I subscribe to um, but I've only ever actually watched the free ones for the same reason I don't okay. watch the paid content for um, Mini Wargaming, even though I have a membership for that. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to use a web browser to look at videos. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally um, fair. So, like that. So, I've been watching it. He had a tutorial on contrast paint, on how to use contrast paint. And man, it has completely changed my mind about contrast Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was really good. He describes how. There's like three or four different kinds of contrast paint, like from the thickest to the thinnest. So there's like some contrast where the color dominates. So like that would be like the Black Templar Black one. Um, It has like a real high pigment count. Yeah, the Wildwood one. Uh, He tells you how to spot those ones because when you go to the store, if you turn it upside down and look at the bottom of the paint pot, Mm -hmm. if it's white, that's all the pigment. So so that's how you know it's like the super thick ones. And then the way he described it, which made it really click to me as a really useful tool, was contrast is just um, the base color plus a wash. Right. It's not like a one-step-fits-all. You're just combining two steps. Sure. So, like, I practiced around, like, when I was practicing on my great unclean one titty, um, just kind of like so I have my two layers of contrast on there and then going up and, like, highlighting through it. And I'm like, man, this looks really good because it's not like a one-and-done one, one and done. Sure you know like how it was advertised it's a one and done no, it's a base and a wash which which is great, which is fine and honestly I'll use it for black and white a hundred percent of the time because those colors just pop immediately. Um, mm-hmm. Using the contrast, but yeah, it was it was a super super good, cool. Yeah, it was like a like a light bulb moment for me. And he showed you some cool blending things you could do on some Death Guard yeah, stuff. Yeah, it seems like you can do some really cool wet blending with them Yeah, stuff. and he showed like just really like how to do smooth Space Marine armor, like which is just paint it panel by panel. Like people making the mistake of like taking the whole brush across the whole thing, but the way to paint it cleanly is to go panel by panel. And, that makes sense. And, and paint each one because of the way that this paint runs and pools and things. And it felt really nice. It feels like it was something he wanted to say when it first came out. But of course, I'm I'm assuming the advertising direction was look at our amazing new product, the right. like instant paints. Um, when really it's not. It's just a technical paint that lets you kind of skip one step instead of all the steps. That's cool. So yeah, oh, uh, that's like, a
1: cool lesson. I w- I'll definitely have to check that video. Yeah, out.
0: It's, it's a really well done one. Um, and actually all of the stuff he does is really good. His editor is is just quite amazing. Nice. Um, I didn't play any games. Didn't play any um, tabletop simulator. I did that's play correct. some uh, Underworld, Warhammer Underworld. Oh yeah, yeah. I played through Steam. now the card tutorial
1: as well. Yeah,
0: it's, it's so well done. It is it, really well done. Literally just the tabletop game. Yep. Um, but that is okay because I really enjoyed that, but I can't keep up with that meta. Um, that's fair and and also yeah it's, it moves pretty quick it moves pretty quick uh but it was really good and i'll pay four dollars for a warband download i did order a warband from the store today oh you did I mean, what'd you get the, uh, the wolves yeah yeah those guys are so good they're really cool
1: um well and i want to use them actually so i'm going to cut them off their bases and i think i'm going to use them for fantasy oh yeah 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 because they'll make cool like uh, uh they'll make some cool bosses or whatever for
0: anyway yep yeah, Warhammer so 40K. Warhammer 40K. The fantasy ones. <laughs> um, we have some cool stuff in the works. Uh, like we said at the top of the show, Dave is taking a hiatus, so that puts our wonderful RPG campaign on a slight hiatus. As we Yeah, kind of re- which, is, yeah which is too bad, but that's okay. Yeah, we rejig it a little bit. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. We'll keep uh, bringing you terrible content as often as possible. Sorry. Uh, Not sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. <laughs> Uh, we're going to take a quick break and um, we're going to come back and we are going to talk about um, the silent King Ooh. Or, or Necrons. Sure. Or possibly both. Who knows? What?
1: Do you have a single wound? A standard bolt gun? Having trouble maintaining an acceptable Xenos kill count? Only barely over two meters tall. Maybe it's time to ask your Lieutenant if the Rubicon Primaris is right for you. The Rubicon Primaris is a prescription process that helps you to update that tired look. You may notice an increase in your purging abilities after two to, within two to four hours. You may experience loss of life, additional organs, and a points increase. Do not take the Rubicon if you plan on fitting into rhinos, drop pods, or other traditional vehicles. The Rubicon Primaris is not intended for second founding chapters. The Rubicon Primaris is for use on genetically enhanced super soldiers over the age of 800 only. You are encouraged to report negative side effects to your company's apothecary. The Rubicon Primaris. Because sometimes plot armor is just not enough.
0: Once there was a king beloved by his people. That's right. It was me. I was the king who was beloved by his people. Were you? No, not really, no. John, uh,
1: the quiet king.
0: <laughs> John, the, the mousy king. Uh, Danny, the, the Warhammer TV advert that's currently playing in the background, and we're doing this as a quick kind of test to see how quickly this will get flagged on YouTube for playing this in the background. Uh. I'm hoping not quickly. Uh, yeah. But uh, it seems to imply the the Silent King is returning to the the universe, dude. I am so freaking hyped for that. It's it's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. Just as a background on the Silent King, this is an like wh- a, a guy who is older than the emperor um, by millions of years. Yeah, he's older than the human race. He's by older of than years. the human race, um, and he just kind of like fucked off for sixty million years. What a champion! What a champion! Um, and then he came back, uh, apparently according to this, because we end up with his little dynastic plaque. Uh, so I'm so excited after watching this, like it's, it's a really good teaser video, uh, Gw again killing it with putting out the content. Uh, return is May twenty third. People are like, "Oh, this is going to be a Black Library book." And I'm like, "No, they don't do animated, <laughs> like, serious videos. Yeah, for a not book. for
1: Black Library. Sorry, guys. As good as your stuff is,
0: um, but this this raises a few questions, honestly. Because uh, according to the plot, what are you, what are you seeing there, Danny? What? Are you, hmm? Oh, what are you, sorry. No, no, you're all good. I was like, you, you're, you're, you're you're like.
1: I was looking for the caffeine content on my on my energy drink that I'm drinking right now. That's so, terrible.
0: Sorry. No, no, you're all good. I was just like, "Oh my god, is there like some cool like little <laughs> hidden like <laughs> easter egg on the can about the Silent King?" Though we're going to break here.
1: I'm so in tune with the Silent King though, man. Like the level of fucking hype for a
0: potential model or even like rules God God willing like Well, like here's the thing with him. Um he has returned in the story for a while. So like, but in the shadows. But yeah, he's in the shadows. There's a short story on Black Library about him, uh, buddy, copping up with Dante, uh, with the Blood Angels. Uh, then that came out with the Shield of Bow when we had all the well, the the thing that made my six edition Tyranids go from terrible to just okay <laughs> uh, with that supplement. Um, so he's back. He's in the shadows, uh, and he he's kind of trying to reunite all the the Necrontyr or the Necrons together. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, he's part of the Triarch Council, right? So, like, yeah. So he
1: has, like, at face value, right? He has dominion over all the ne- over all Necrons. Um, but I doubt, like, uh, uh, the Sawtech Dynasty is gonna like just fall in line. I don't think Imotech is down with this. No, no, anymore. no. Stormlord
0: hates this dude, right? So background here, like we we've gone over Necron background before, um, where they were all dying, they had a crappy life. Um, and then these sweet satan came along and said, Hey buddy, we can help you out with that. Um, and the silent King is a title given to many look different at the
1: sweet metal body. Yeah. You can fit so many souls of your people in this bad boy. I, I like imagine it slaps like, the roof.
0: <laughs> like the silent King dude is like Jerry from that episode of Rick and Morty where they talk about the robotic <laughs> penis. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it sounds He's cool. He's trying to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is, so uh, the way Necrons work is they have like a triarch of three rulers. You have the Silent King who speaks through his two other uh, advisors. Well, and the, yeah, and they're and, like gone now. Yeah, Egypt in space, right, uh, pretty, right? Pretty much to 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 summarize. Um, and the the last Silent King, this dude called Zarak, is the the one we're we're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, his name I is, haven't read this piece, by the way. Oh, his like, name's Zarak. Um, okay. uh, well, that's how I'm going to say there's an S and an H in there, but I'm going to choose to ignore those. Okay, cool. That yeah. seems English, yeah. seems English. Um, he was the one who made the deal with the Catan the to to take like destroy his entire race and turn them all into oh, metal okay. bodies. He was the one who was like, yeah, that sounds cool. We'll do that. Uh, he had a master control chip in his little robot armor, though, which meant he completely controlled the entire race. So there was no more infighting. There was no more politicking. He's like, cool. Um, I don't like it, but if I turn this control chip off, uh, everyone's going to try and kill me for encasing them in soulless metal bodies. Right. Yeah, (laughs) They might not be happy about that. (laughs) Uh, He kind of saw the way the worlds were like, so they, they, you know, long story short, trapped the Satan, did their own thing, saw the Eldari start to rise, saw that all these people start to rise. And he's like, you know what? We'll just wait 60 million years. We're not going anywhere. Right. We'll come back. He ordered all of the tombs to be, con- the, the, the cities to be converted into tombs. Everyone went to sleep. When the last one was sealed, he turned off the control chip because they're all asleep in their tombs and they can't get mad and come and murder him. Right. For turning them into soulless robots. And then he took a planet sized tomb ship, Full into of, the void, full of his dynasty, just into the void uh, yep. and kind of went and sailed away to return in 60 million years. So, okay, at a minimum, like if you think about
1: it, he's probably going like 30 million light years, like <laughs> it was like
0: 60 million mile round trip,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't go that far, maybe he spent like 10 million years out in the void or whatever, but that would still be like a 25 million light years. To, like, it's crazy to think about.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's insane how we, went. I mean, I get it. Like he screwed up his race. He saved, he saved his race. He's now returned, uh, with a couple of different reasons coming in. Sure. The, the main accepted reason was while he was out in the void, he happened to come across the Tyranids and was like, Oh, this is bad because apparently the, the ultimate goal of the, the Necron empire is to find a, a sucker, Meatbag bag race and transfer their consciousnesses into those people. Sure. But they can't do that if everyone has been turned into biomass and just eaten by the turn. That's true. So he's like, shit, I got to go fix that. So I imagine, you know, that dad going down the highway doing like 75 miles an hour while the kids are screaming and forgetting <laughs> he left, you know, having to do that hard right to go home. Cause he left the burner on. He left the burner on. So he had to go back. But now we have this interesting situation where there was a, an excerpt from one of the recent psychic awakening books where uh, an Eldari was talking where he he told an inquisitor that uh the Silent King actually created the Tyranids. To right, of- it's kind of like it kind of kind of implies that for sure yeah and then they had in the white dwarf article they had yeah and uh, quite a, a bit of information about to be that fair well. like i looked into that because like that was okay canon for me this is it going forward to be fair that same harlequin or that same Eldari who who told that story also said the silent king wasn't real sure So Eldari, you know notoriously trustworthy very uh, yeah <laughs> one of the <laughs> the most trustworthy xenos race yeah <laughs> they're great people they're great people Pers- personal friends of mine uh, so, so yeah, he's, he's coming back to save the day and this is the problem we're running into here is he's come back to stop the Tyranids from eating his, uh, chosen race of, of host bodies, <laughs> Tau. <laughs> um, oh, you think? I think, cause there's, they're, they have no connection to the warp. That's true. And the Necrons do want to like, put, Stay put the, the heck away from the warp. <clears throat>
1: well, and they're the ones who kept like the great Terror from happening. Yeah. Like the cicatrix Maledictum like in check. So yeah. Uh, Man, I am so excited for a Psychic Awakening on Necrons. Man. Yeah, it's like, going to
0: be, like, the, like this is one I think we'll actually do a video on the fluff piece of it, too, because holy sweet. heck, yeah, there's totally so much that. that's going to be coming down for this. Um, so he's returning to save his race. However, his race has started to awaken early. Right. Uh, due Where, to, like, tampering or, like, there's a bunch of different reasons yeah. why Necron Dynasties wake up. But they also remember what he did to them now at this <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, which is... Just- Bad. Which is bad. So he's coming back to be like, hey, guys, so I know I really fucked this over before, but I really need uh to unite everyone under me again so we can stop this thing coming. He's right. like, wait a second. Last time Last you told time we us did this. Yeah, it didn't end so well. That's uh, Imatek the Stormlord, who's currently like, wait a second.
1: So I feel like Caesaris is going to be all over this. Yeah. I'd like to be teamed up with the Silent King again. Because that gives him unlimited test subjects to try and is, put people back in
0: bodies. Is that the new cool? Yeah, that's the guy. The who's, new cool uh, model that's coming out who's, who's s-
1: stripping the biomass off of the dude and like changing it in some kind yeah. of like jelly orb. But it would make like complete <laughs>
0: sense. Like if they can, like if the Silent King's coming back. I hope they bring him back with like just his full planet ship coming back and not like secret undercover Silent King the way they've been doing it. Because if they do it that way we have brand new units that can come maybe sure. brand new like like dynasties obviously is going to come in like. well they
1: can have uh, more triarch units because yep.
0: those are like his personal guard and those go into
1: any Necron force without having a tomb world affiliation yeah which is cool and maybe even making a triarch affiliation like so that kind of like stormtroopers have their own thing where they can be in other imperial guard armies but if you take a pure stormtroopers detachment then you can oh, yeah. get, like other I don't know that could, that could be cool some fancy guys coming in yeah um, yeah, I, there's so much stuff that they can do. I mean, I'm, and I'm hoping for like some, uh, uh, like a fortification or something like that. I'm hoping, you know how, uh, Sigmar has like realm the, I was going
0: to say they have a fortification. It's called a monolith.
1: <laughs> no, they do have a fortification in that forge world piece of the realm of battle. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when you just show up to your game and you're like, yeah, a quarter of my army That's- is half of the table. <laughs> Stay away from it. By the way, I'm putting objectives over <laughs> Yeah, putting objectives on my models. Uh, oh, man. Uh, yeah, so we yeah. have, like, I'm really excited to see how this comes in. Because this is a, a character older than humanity yep. who has, like, 60 million years worth of knowledge. And he knows stuff out in a void that has never possibly happened. Absolutely. This is almost, like, an, like power level-wise, like an emperor-level character. This is as big for... The Necrons as a Primarch coming back for oh for Space sure. Marines. It's is not would,
1: bigger, right? This would be like if Eldar got a, an actual manifestation of Kane, like instead of the Avatar, just like they could summon Kane.
0: Uh, some reaction from the internet. And I think my favorite one was, "Which Space Marine Captain is going to murder him?" <laughs> 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 because uh, they did a they did a study <laughs> of every new Xenos or character model that's come out. Uh, since Psychic Awakening again, everyone has died and come back. Dang, that's the big <laughs> set. They, they crossed the Rubicon in every book, so so someone's going to be dying in this book. Oh, here. so I see. So which Space Marine character is he going to kill, oh, and then
1: that person gets? Rubicon. Yes, okay,
0: or like Gazgul got killed, sure. came back. So, Silent King will get killed. Come back. This is how he gets his Nagash-sized body. Like, that's my big hope right now As he comes back, like, with the model and the scale and stature of Nagash. Uh, Reading about the background this week for him, though, that's not going to happen because apparently he's going around, like, covered in a hobo cloak, pretending to be, like, everyone's buddy to reunite everyone. So, okay. My
1: impression, right? And this is me analyzing that video several times. Sure. Um, First of all, the thing I like the most about the video is his face in that the face uh, on all of the, like, pictograms that he has and mm-hmm. all the hieroglyphs has no mouth. And, like, it's covered up very specifically, like, so you can tell that he's he's going to have, like, no mouth parts or whatever. Sure. Which makes sense. He's the silent king, right? Um, also a robot. <laughs> also true. <laughs> he's also, like, three times bigger. Like, that's what I'm any seeing other from that thing. video yeah, there. So there's no way that he's going to be small.
0: But, like, I'm reading, like, the, the stories, like, this, uh, the short story from Black Library where he's like hiding amongst the blood angel or amongst regular Necrons and stuff. Maybe this is just kind of like an Alfarious situation where well, like, he's as tall as the writer needs him to be at the time. Sure. Or I was going to say, or the emperor, right? But yeah. uh, in, uh,
1: you know, Tr- Traesian, the infinite can body jump. So it's oh. very possible he could have
0: like uh, a casual body and then like yeah. formal body. A formal body. <laughs> Black tie <fence> only. <laughs> Oh, one cut. for the skate park
1: with integrated skateboard. It does kickflips. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited for Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna grind. Oh <laughs> this is so much. Uh I think my favorite thing researching this is I found this on I I will not take credit for this, but three months ago on Reddit. Uh, someone leaked the Silent King's new plan um, because there's this talk of him being this giant, powerful character in the cool. lore. Good. Uh, his plan's going to be he's going to make 20 overlords using part of his own genius protocols. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's going to inexplicably lose them due to Satan shenanigans, <laughs> search the galaxy, finding them, giving them their own tomb worlds, They're going to help him conquer the galaxy. And at the height of their conquest, Imotech convinces the most powerful one to rebel. (laughs) Civil war ensures. And then the final battle on the Silent King's planet ship, he kills the most powerful overlord, but is mortally wounded. And he's entombed in a massive world engine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. And it really, it goes to show, like I said, what the Silent King is to Necrons in that kind of lore. Yeah. Um, and this guy, and especially, I think I'm more excited to see this because, um, one, after building the Nagash kit, oh, seeing man. what they can do yeah. in that scale, and then seeing the new Necro model that's being previewed, where, like, Dude. it's so fluid, right? There's so much dynamic movement, and right. there's so much going on in that kit. Um, <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm so very and excited. And with how big a deal he is in the fluff here, he's going to have to be a spectacular kit. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like he will be. Oh, for sure, for sure. So I bought like trying to get my wife into to Warhammer. She chose Necrons like six years ago. So I have like a two thousand point unbuilt Necron army and awesome. in my upstairs. And I'm like, I might drag this out, and <laughs> this re- might be something I work on now. Re- repaint the three models that I had you paint with me. <laughs> we'll see. I know like one of our Patreons, uh, Washman, is very excited about this too. Oh yeah, as dude. he slowly collects uh, eBay rescued
1: Necrons. I think I might try and paint a bunch more warriors. So, like, because that's one thing I'm really looking forward to in Psychic Awakening, like my Fervent Hope. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. So, we, yeah, 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 moving away Man. from
0: kind of, yeah, the Silent King coming back is so going to be, like, huge. I'm really psyched about it. He's pretty much the Emperor And Neckron. they're going to be in
1: Pariah, right? That was the. That yeah, was, Pariah think, yeah. is
0: the name of that book. So. So, so oh, God. Big so.
1: hint. Are they going to have Pariahs? They, they kind of maybe showed some in that video. Yeah.
0: The King. Well, I think here the thing is, is we now have three books we're waiting on. We have Engine War. Um, but it's ad mech, so it's right. destined to be infinitely delayed. <laughs> Just like Fires. <laughs> as is tradition. Like, we have, like, at least... Oh, yeah. We are, like, I have, like, one of my very best friends, to this day, is still mad that Fires has not come out as like, a Forge World Imperial Armor book after five years. To the point at which he doesn't really play 40K anymore. Yeah, because, like, I, like, I think it legitimately made him stop playing 40K. I, I agree. I really agree with that. Um, so yeah, it's but it's now tradition for <laughs> AdMix stuff to be indefinitely delayed. Right. So we have, uh, Engine War, uh, Fires of Sisters 2, uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yep. We have, uh, Pariah, and we right. have War of the Spider. Right. These are all announced. I think those are the three, I think that's it though. And that's it after this. And then after that, you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Are they going to do ninth edition? We don't know. Big Money Time? I, I think. Uh, Pariah. Uh, the Silent King's going to find a way to heal the cicatrix Maledicta. That would be dope. Or, I don't know. Because they have all of the Blackstone. I kind of feel like... Blackstone is like a them thing. They might ally with the
1: Imperium a little bit. And like, and I can see them working together with it to form... Oh, they're going to canonize that blood angel. Like <laughs> yeah, the bro Bro fist. The bro fist. <laughs> Well, no, but I feel like maybe they can. Uh, maybe what? they can. It's going to be psychic awakening ten brofist balls. <laughs> brofist <to> balls. <laughs> oh but
0: yeah, man. it's going to be weird because like it's they're almost like a mini Imperium because it's all going to be infighting. There's going to be people who follow the Silent King. There's going to be people who are not. Right? Can he turn his little protocol thing back on? Well, it's kind of like the Eldar with the with the Nari, right? Mm. Like a lot of Eldar joined
1: up with the Unari, but not, a, I mean, overall, like some population from all the craft world joins
0: them. Jeez, are we just heading to every single faction being split internally? I mean, kind Cause of. we have like Eldari, Imperium, right? yep, Necrons, yep, Chaos, yep. Because, well,
1: who do you have for Chaos?
0: I guess you have like Avanon, and Black then Black Legion Keron. is hated mostly by the majority of the other Legions. Oh, yeah, Death Guard is their own entity for sure. Yeah. Thousand Sons kind of they work with them to yeah. further plans, but like I mean, remember like I mean, we're old. You remember like Second Edition, where like every other Chaos Warman had the hatred rule towards Black Legion. True, but I guess they moved away from a little bit to like the unifying force of, of evil. Well, they
1: all just kind of think that they're like dumb, like they're like oh Black Legion, come on, they don't even like <laughs> they're not even pure anymore. What a bunch of what a bunch
0: of freaking jokes. Oh man, so it's terrible. But yeah, it's. Like I said, big big thing. I think they're going to heal the cicatrix or do something to the cicatrix to to make it less grim dark. That'd be okay. I could see that maybe, or like maybe cut it in half or have like safe passageways or help make safe passageways. That's, what, ways that's what I was thinking is that they
1: would kind of be almost like uh, that they would be able to bore some holes in it so people could go in between.
0: The bore different- some holes. They're going to be like a cruise ship company <laughs> yeah. because they like they like they always compare a trip. Space travel to like being on ships and like all of the good like black library books treat it like sailing, so yeah, necrons are just just a carnival royal saw tech <laughs> cruises. Well, shit! Now we have a bit I have to write. Ugh, it's Comes- terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. This
1: coffin, this coffin has room for
0: two. <laughs> <laughs> they oh have oh like man. a little like you know fake surfing thing on top of it. <laughs> Do you want a room with a balcony? <laughs> The poop deck, <laughs> or just or just a portal, yeah, <laughs> just a port- It's all just portals to a different world. So it's just like <laughs> yeah, the tiny ship. Place. Yeah, it's just a tiny ship with one portal to like the <laughs> yeah, the collectors. The side. It's like the the collector dudes dimension. Who's oh, the Pokemon yeah, yeah, Necron yeah, guy?
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh oh god! I just said Trezian. Yeah, Trez
0: Trezian. Tr- yeah, this is the portal to Trezian's palace. That's all the cruise ship. Fantastic! It's, it's fantastic.
1: Have you read that Fabius Bob book with him
0: in it? No. Is it good, oh, dude? It's a real. I got to check it out. Yeah, hey, i falling yeah. behind in my Audibles. I need to really to check up on yeah, that. Crank that shit up, man! We got time now. We got time. We got all the time in the world. <laughs>
1: um. Oh, and they're, they announced they're coming out with a new Necron book. Um. It's the collector versus the Prophets or the seer. It's going to be Trazian versus
0: uh, oh, Brock God. Samson and the Rock. <laughs> yeah, <Gym>. Brock Sampson. <laughs> oh wait, no, Brock Sampson. That's the Venture Bros, dude. Yeah, I'd still read it, <laughs> dude. I would, dude. I would read that book in a heartbeat. <laughs> that sounds like the, that's the best
1: kind it's of like Katachan, guards a Samson. Samson. right? Aka Sly Marbo. <laughs> It's, uh, oh God, what is that guy's name? Um, there's a Necron guy that, that shape shifts basically into a, into a satan when, uh, anyway, uh, so it's going to be James. Yeah. James. So they're going to do a, uh, uh, like a, a, ne- a, like a Necrons, like two Necrons at war. Yeah. so It'll be cool to see how they kind of play through that a little bit
0: you know i was thinking about it it kind of makes sense from like uh supporting the game aspect of it that every faction has infighting because that yeah. really easily explains why two necron forces are on the table fighting each other for sure so uh, i i take that back that that makes perfect logical sense to me in in the suckiest way
1: uh moving and they're away... from
0: different dynasties too so that might... oh yeah man <sighs> I can't trust those dynasties. Dude, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, Moving away from the very poorly explained story that I just did, on the (laughs) tabletop, um, what do you hope to see coming out of Psychic Awakening? Because Necrons are in a weird spot, right? So, like, certain builds are super good. There's certain hard counters to things. I think they're, like, very close to being competitive. Like, Or, like, I mean, they are
1: competitive, but they're not top tier. I think they just need a couple more tweaks to make them really, really good. Um, And I'd like to see some of, and like Psychic Awakening has been doing, uh, they've been taking units that maybe aren't the best, and then giving them a couple stratagems or relics that really like turn them up to eleven, which is awesome. Um, so uh, I'm really looking forward to maybe making warriors good again because warriors yeah. are like pretty bad. I would say
0: there's there's literally no reason to not take immortals. I think in this yeah kind over thing, right? over
1: the warriors yeah. yeah not for eleven points, but it's hard to balance them right because like overall Necrons have rules that play a lot into recursion. Mm-hmm. um so how do you balance a unit that you can kill 19 out of 20 and then it can get back up to 20 out of 20 in a couple of turns
0: uh stratagem like the demon stratagem like wherever it gets killed by a squad of gray you just bring it back for like two <laughs> cp <laughs> except replace great ants with everything oh you sure just, you just have like a once per battle bring back a unit strategy sure
1: but i mean like what i'm saying is that like warriors are, way over- to balance it. Well, warriors are over costed right now yeah um, like they are 11 points a model, um, and they only have a four plus save,
0: but aren't they over until they're not because they're over costed exactly. until you take back an entire unit.
1: Right. So if they had, if like, if they had like a green tide, like stratagem or something like that, I think that would be fine. Like that'd be cool. And it would help you to preserve those units and make them seem, they'd make them more worthwhile at least.
0: Now you mentioned the prias in the video, the book's going to be called pariah. What is a pariah?
1: So uh, in previous fluff, uh, pariahs were an amalgam of humans and people who uh, were psychic blanks. Um, so they basically have no soul and psychic resistance, and the Necrons kind of created them to help preserve them against psychic powers. So they gave a penalty to psychic power use within a certain radius of themselves, and they were basically as good of fighters as Lichgard were. Yeah, dude. Who and who doesn't love a unit that is basically as good as a lich guard in close combat and has psychic resistance? This is
0: legitimately just your your like RPG characters of, <laughs> of all time. Just the one. So maybe because there is talk of like the the ultimate kind of plan and goal of the Necrons of returning their consciousnesses to squishy bodies, right? Maybe there's like a pariah unit that's a successful attempt at that. Sure, it's like some kind of like weird amalgamation thing. Maybe that's the maybe those are the uh, uh, that's the body
1: the Necrons are looking to get back into. Yeah, yeah, like a pariah body, like because that would be that would suit like their needs for being psychically resistant Mm -hmm. um, and uh, human.
0: So that's good. I still want them to just be Tau that way, just to (laughs) merge the two armies. And dude, Oh this, God! I hate that so much. This this <laughs> podcast could survive off the salt that event would create oh, oh, for dude, yeah for literal years. <laughs> It'd be like, what are people bitching about this week? Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah so so we're gonna have uh hopefully pariahs coming or, yep. or something similar along to that well i mean what uh, like so you are so i i want warriors to get better i was gonna say you're now in charge of of necron development at gw sure. and 40 percent of your ideas will be accepted <laughs> okay that
1: seems accurate um it depends on what the drawings look like and the new models that are coming out right yeah um yeah, obviously, I mean, like John has talked about before on several occasions, John loves flayed ones. I want to see plastic ones. because I would like,
0: love plastic I, I ones. I really
1: hate the fine cast ones, and the
0: metal ones are so hard to get a hold of. Dude, you know me and like how like I latch onto one unit and just spam the shit out of it. Like sure. That's my general 40K tactic for every army I play. Like, if they came out with plastic played ones, I would literally just buy 80 plastic played ones, and that would be my army. That's how... Well, I just, I love the idea behind them. Sure. Oh, man. They're, yeah. They're and so And the fact cool. that, like, as a unit, they've just gone insane. And so, like, I'm just going to wear flesh, and that's going to take away from the fact I have this metal body. Yay, I'm fleshed again. <laughs> what, what show was that where, like, the dude just put, like, a skin mask over his face, but, like, the <laughs> blood just had it keep slipping off? I, I don't remember, but it was... Man, if I could remember it, that would be, like, such a good pop culture I mean, they did that right now. Go- they
1: did that in Gotham uh, when they did the Joker who, like, you know, cut off his own face or whatever and then stitch it back on, I guess. Oh, that sounds dumb. Really?
0: I think there was Those a comic arc where oh. they did that, too. Oh. Well, comics are dumb. Yeah, that's kids. true. Let's go back to talking about anyway, Plastic spaceman
1: Yeah, so back to Plastic spaceman Man. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, Necrons either go crazy in one of two ways, right? They either, like, want to clothe themselves in flesh yeah. Or they totally destroy their bodies and make themselves into a hover centaur. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost so, just killed John there. Uh, so I was taking a drink when you were saying that, but yeah, I uh, shot White Claw out of his nose. You folks. have like the destroyer, uh, as I right. fail to have the right sound effects up at the right time because my board is badly organized, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa that, dang. Oh, Thanks, auto, <laughs> auto volume stabilizations. So only Danny and I had to suffer through that. <laughs> I don't know why that one's so much louder than all the others. Because it's awesome, that's it's, why. It's, yeah, it, it has to be. Uh, <laughs> but but I love the the fact that this race, um, every time they get destroyed or they come back or they like they lose a piece, they, they're almost like Space Stormcast where like they lose a piece of themselves right every time and like they're yep. slowly degrading over time. I imagine like the Necron career path is like a really shitty version of the game of life, where. Like, go to college? Yeah. Just go to work. It's become a flesh-covered psychopath. (laughs) Become a robot center floating thing. (laughs) Those are your two choices. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. It's a pretty good medical plan, let me tell you. (laughs) 401k on
1: just excellent. It's when you have great. sixty-five million years to, like, you know, really grow that, turns <laughs> you, out it when do you retire?
0: Well. You're immortal and can't be destroyed. But when do I retire? You're immortal and can't be destroyed.
1: <laughs> uh, oh. No big deal. You're only forced into a life of servitude to people who are more, you know, who have a better metal body than you are. But yeah, just
0: I, the horror movie fan in me loves the idea of this unit of just crazed robots going insane that they're not people and covering themselves in flesh and running around the place with knife hands. Dude, Yeah, like, they, if they're so cool. That checks so many of my this is cool boxes. It's not even funny. But now, now that you've said robot centers, now destroyers also check those boxes too. <laughs> so so thank you for that. My, my Necron well, who Army. Who needs legs when you can hover, man? My like. ne- he's so angry. He's hovering angrily in place. For sure. For sure. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, my 2,000-point my Necron army is just going to be destroyers and flayed ones. Hell yeah. Which actually wouldn't be too bad, That I wouldn't think. be terrible. Destroyers are pretty good. No, that wouldn't be terrible. See, I always like stumble onto good ideas by just spamming cool <laughs> shit. I'm like GW's prototype gamer. We're like, I, I'm okay because I like yeah. cool-looking stuff. The other thing I'd really like to
1: see from Necrons yes. is, a new, is a new troop choice. A new troop um, choice. Like just some kind of a different troop choice because right now they only have two. Um, so you have warriors and you have immortals and that's all you have. Would you so, move scarabs to troops? Um, no, no, I
0: don't know. So, so what kind of troop choice would you would you have?
1: It would be cool to have some like a cheaper troop choice, so you didn't have to spend like a hundred and ten points minimum on a squad of ten warriors or uh, seventy five points on five immortals. And five immortals is like, yeah. On. It'd be cool if you could take Pariahs as a troop choice. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, or, you know, it'd be
0: kind of cool. Would be like let's let's just kind of ratchet this Egyptian theme up to thirty and have some slaves. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be dope. Captured huddled masses who are worse than conscripts.
1: Yeah, like or you know, Admech people that have been like you know forcibly taken over by mind shackled scarabs. Oh, so
0: they're like the Borg now. <laughs> just all oh, mind shackled scarabs. Uh, Do you like, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I hate those things so much. I hope that that's a
1: stratagem. That'd be great. I think it will be. Like, I could see that coming back for I sure. I see,
0: like, Necrons being in a, in a similar situation to a couple of other armies where they were really good for a hot minute. Oh, so, man. They got nerfed to shit. In and their 7th the, edition? Yeah.
1: That army was so gross. And then even before that, like, 5th edition? You know what's mind great? Mindshackle scarabs were a thing.
0: A hive tyrant just punching itself to death. That was oh, That was amazing. I loved my 300-point <laughs> unit. <laughs> punching itself to it, death it because so bad i had a wraith knight punch itself to death yeah 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 i love my like 500 point units punch themselves to death because a hundred point character threw a fucking crab at me <laughs> <laughs> it was like your mind hardcore stab yourself <laughs> but yeah it was like one of the armies that was like so over the top good at the time they're like oh let's pull back like, oh yeah for sure all the way all the way and like They've, this time they're slowly kind of leveling along and getting better and better with each kind of release yes. and chapter approved. And I'm really the point f- drops are great and really appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah, they're super, super good. And it's just this this pariah I think is going to really push Necrons to be like super top tier. Uh, I I think that they will definitely be. To, uh, like close to the top hopefully Because all it takes is a
1: couple of things And yeah. you can really make a lot of other, other units We've seen really that good. with
0: other kind of psychic awakening books Coming out taking quote dude, unquote bad armies Grey Knights, <laughs> like, Grey mean, Knights come are, on, right? Dude it's like I've had a meltdown over playing Grey Knights where like you've had to pull me aside but, like I do calm down I know you guys are joking and having fun But like <laughs> it's coming across like you're being a massive Asshole but like yeah playing against Grey Knights where I'm like wait you're supposed to suck And it's not even the shooting Phase and you shot me to death Off the table <laughs> it's brutal man can i do anything again nope nope can't do anything okay, okay. i guess i'll just cool. die then. <laughs> it's me and uh our, our friend taylor's uh a genuine great night response was oh, cool yeah. guess we'll just die
1: well yeah custodes are probably great knights are probably really good against custodes. oh yeah and yeah then, small uh, elite armies are yeah, chaos no problem just eat them up and then an army that's mostly demon <laughs> engines
0: yeah yeah my army was a hundred percent demon engines That's okay. So, yeah, rather than getting good, I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to complain. Word. But I think Necrons are going to get, like, Granite leveled, honestly, because they're so low. Well, not low, but they're sleepers. So, like, a really good pilot can take a Necron list super far. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Like, and honestly, uh, I should have played them instead of Iron Hands this year at LVO.
0: I think I would have had more fun. But would you have won as much? Probably not. Well, maybe. I don't know. I only went four and two. I I, went like I could do that pretty I, I went friends. two and four, and I did not have fun. So I oh, do, no, kidding, sorry, man. man. No, I had fun. Let's go. Good. Oh, good, good.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so, new troop choice. New troop choice would be great. I don't know what it would be. Flayed ones would make a great troop choice. Flayed ones would make a great troop choice. I could totally see that Because they don't happen. have,
0: like, a, a shitload of special rules. Yep. Uh, they don't have a shitload of options.
1: Yep. Basically, they're a four-plus armor save unit. You can take a bunch of them. You can take 20 in a unit. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they cost... More than Warriors, so it would be a little bit more
1: expensive. But you they can f- take
0: them in fives. And they also fill a different niche, which I think is important because you 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 have like you shouldn't just have uh, the same unit in the same slot kind of filling up the same role. For sure. Um Like Warriors are different. Well, should be different than Immortals for their role. And Flayed Ones would
1: feel they're really good too. Right. I mean, the only thing Warriors have going for them over Immortals is that you can take 20 of them in a unit. And the way the Necron rules, rules work, like it's good to have big units of Necrons yeah. usually. yeah. Um, but I mean, with, just with the way that they're priced right now, it's bad to have big units of them because they're so expensive. Jay points point sink. Yeah. You'd rather
0: have big units of other things that are tougher and harder to kill. Do you see them doing something similar to what they've done with chaplains and dark apostles with Necrons or to have like prayers? Yeah.
1: So what I'm hoping for and cause, okay. So first of all, Necrons should have nothing that is left up to chance. I don't think. I think they should be like every single one of their weapons should never be a d three.
0: Every single it one of their weapons like, should just hit because well, chance. no, no. I mean, it's well, they're not marines, man. Um, so like, <laughs> <laughs> false. They hit on twos, rerolling ones. That's right. chance. Okay.
1: Got me. <laughs> but like all the multiple damage stuff should all be like they do like this many shots. They do two flat damage or three three flat damage. Like they should never have like. A super ton of variables for their weapons. Whereas
0: a lot of the stuff looking through their book is like D3. Right. So
1: like Or like the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Doomsday Arc, right? Which is their big anti-tank gun. Is D6 shots that do D6 damage. So it's like super random what it's going to do.
0: Whereas if you're like a a lethal machine, then you think it would be calculated a little better than D6. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and like even if you don't make it like you want to
1: make it a random number of shots like make it d threes or something like that so they're a little bit more or less less random. Um, I just I don't know I just don't like that random stuff. The the uh, that's kind of that's kind of an issue. Like but they have like so many good stratagems and units that are like if they were in any other army book like they would be taken all the time. Like flyers getting the vindicator stratagem is so gross.
0: Oh yeah, fuck doom sites. Yeah, just, are, just to death. That's such a gross. That's such
1: a gross combination of, of stuff. So, um, yeah, there's. Uh, uh, I'm very excited for the Necron psychic awakening. I cannot wait for uh, that to be released. So I'm looking for some new special characters. That'd be cool too.
0: Yeah, so we're definitely getting. Well, we're getting an upgraded version, a uh, premierified even version of your the one Necron dude, uh, C- Cezaris, Caesarus. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely getting a Silent King coming.
1: I think so. I think
0: this is going to be a big release.
1: I think it's going to be a really big release, and I don't know if they're, if this is all coming out with Psychic Awakening or if it's going to be a new I edition. I don't know, maybe they'll come out. Yeah, or a new codex.
0: So the, recently there was a, a kind of a survey or like a run robin style tournament on COM40K about the worst unit in 40K. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. had some hugely questionable choices in there. Uh, sure. Ever since talking to our friend Wallace, I am the world's biggest defender of mutilators. In fact, no, even after not just talking to him, I'm actually playing with them. Yeah, sure. Right? And they did good for you, man. It's so good. Um, but the eventual winner uh, was the lowly Necron Obelisk. Lowly. <laughs> it's so bad, man. So, so, so what makes that unit bad? Uh,
1: no armor penetration, really. I would say that's what makes that unit bad. Um, it's uh, like a 385-point model. And yeah, it's a super heavy vehicle, right? So it's like toughness 8 and has I think it has 20 22 wounds something like that. Is it a super heavy? It is. It's a Lord of War. Oh. So Sorry, addition fatigue. A <laughs> Lord of War. <laughs> uh so it has if you don't do anything with it and you just have it like sit on the table, um it doesn't it can't shoot, but it doesn't move and I think it gets like an invulnerable save. <laughs>
0: Wait, um, what
1: to- <laughs> so if you turn it into a fortification that doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything well you did
0: say you wanted necrons to have a fortification so
1: oh god so anyway uh but and then it has a rule where if flyers fly around it they can take a mortal wound on a six or something
0: like that it's, it's just like the worst kind of thrown rule so i yeah, guess i'm pulling
1: up its profile right now because it's so bad
0: yeah which is because unf- the model is so amazing. It's
1: really cool. I have one because I wanted. Oh, sorry, it has twenty-four wounds. Um, it so, it does shoot a lot, right? It hits twenty shots at Tesla of Tesla at strength seven, um, which is good. It's pretty good. Um, it can. De- oh, sorry, no, it doesn't. It doesn't go into the guardian mode anymore. That I was wrong about that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> if a fly unit uh moves within when it's at full profile, keep yeah. in mind this does degrade. Um, when it's at full profile, if a flying unit ends its move within eighteen
0: inches of it, if you roll a six, they take D three mortal wounds. That's so random, <laughs> <It's> so bad. <laughs> so, kind of taking a cue from all the other psychic awakenings that have come out, that have kind of boosted and buffed uh, underperforming units, that they want to sell more of um, or, or see more of. How, what would you do? What what do to to make the obelisk something worth taking? So, they already have a stratagem in the, in the book for it? Because, one, they don't change any data sheets whatsoever. Correct. So, you're stuck with that wonderful data sheet. <sighs> yeah. Do you just so, do like a 1CP stratagem that gives you plus 5 to that flyer roll? <laughs> no. Okay. So, they already have one
1: in the Necron Codex that makes it a 4 for 1CP. It's not terrible.
0: It's not bad. It's, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> is it just one flyer or is it all flyers with all flyers 18? that move that end their move within eighteen? Well, I mean I see like some elder airwing maybe, but then if you're playing airwing, then that thing they just
1: fly back and forth on the back of the table and they're never uh, affected by that. And it's only on a four. I'm, I'm trying to be positive here. Okay.
0: So, so so fix the obelisk. I have this warehouse with a bunch of obelisks sitting and I need to get rid of them. Fix them. Oh,
1: sorry. So, it's after your movement. So, you can move and then put people in 18 and then roll for them. Okay. For D3 mortal wounds. Oh, uh, it's... I, I don't know. This should be a D6 mortal wound. Or, or maybe just three. Like, yeah. it could oh, be... Oh, I'm sorry, random. Well, well no, <laughs> I mean, D6 is fine. D6 would be fine. But, like, it's such a minimal penalty, minimum penalty for rolling, like, I don't know. It just seems really... It's really bad. Um, It does have 20 shots at strength 7. But no AP. So, like, and one damage. Sorry, only one damage. Only on one two. damage. Jesus. So, like, for a 400-point unit, basically, that does nothing.
0: However, will you get rid of infantry with a Necron army without that giant machine? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you have no tools like There, there is Tesla no bikes, tools. Tesla
1: immortals, uh, yeah. everything else in the
0: army. <laughs> An army that only has two options to take out heavily armored things. <laughs>
1: right. I mean basically you have Doom Scythes yeah. and you have Doomsday Arcs. And I mean destroyers kind of if you can get them within twenty four inches and use the strat. I yeah, mean so, they'll do work, but so still like how, how do you fix the obelisk? Alright, without changing point costs? Without okay, without, or, or without changing without the
0: status. So, so original rules, this can be like our new segment here where like fix it fix it fix it danny fixes it
1: (laughs) um oh god i think it needs another point drop and maybe a stratagem uh that affects only the like the specified tesla weapon um so it could affect you know other no, it would have to be just the Obelisk, because then you would make the Deseret Dark too good.
0: Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? Um, Man.
1: All right, hold on. I'm getting Okay, it. okay. Okay, so you could make it a stratagem to make it really tough, or you could make a stratagem to make it killier. If you could improve the damage and AP of the Tesla weapons on it, I think that would be really good. You just have to make sure that you don't—you're you you're not able to use that on any other Tesla. Um, like— so, you'd have to, like, make it... So, if an obelisk doesn't move, you can use a stratagem and, like, it gets minus 2 AP and goes up to D3 damage or something like that. That'd be you, fine.
0: You know what else I was thinking was, like, 360 points and had 20 strength 7 shots was a Leviathan Dreadnought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are minus 2 or minus 3
1: and AP. Those are and those are minus
0: 2 damage. <laughs> yeah. Minus 2 two two damage each. And you can hide the fucker because it's not the size of the table. Right. You can... Yeah. It's not on a fly stand. and also isn't, like...
1: 10 inches tall, because that's how tall the obelisk yeah. is. Yeah. Like, it's really big. It's a chunk.
0: Yeah. <sighs> it's, dude. It, like, it seems really bad. Like, <sighs> talking, like, I was, like, looking at it, and I have no knowledge of it. Like, I have the Necron Codex, obviously, because. Oh, here's something.
1: Okay. There was an old formation for them, right, where you could take two monoliths and an obelisk, and then they would link up together, and you would be able to, like, uh, the obelisk would protect the monoliths. See, that's worth taking. So, like, maybe a stratagem where if you have an obelisk within six inches of two monoliths, you could, they get, like, a four pinball safe. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. I'd be done with that. Yeah. See, me and Fluffy. Well, you fix monoliths for, like, forever. It would definitely help monoliths, because monoliths need it. Yeah. Or make them minus one damage. That would also be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It's good strats. Yep. I don't think it'll happen. I don't no. think gonna be in the book, because they, they generally haven't fixed things like that. <sighs> We'll see. I mean, I want the monolith to be really good as well. Yeah. Cause like
1: I don't ever remember any seeing a monolith anywhere on any table in all of eighth edition. I totally I, I can't think of a time where I've seen yeah, one. Yeah, six was the last time I saw one. And even then it was taken as a meme. Yep. So I'd like monoliths to be something to take again. Cause they it was such an iconic unit, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a floating space pyramid that has a, a green portal plastic on it. Door. Oh, dude, so cool. And then uh uh it teleports units out of combat which was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um to be honest, I don't even know if a monolith still does that. I don't I don't think it does. I think you can just bring units in from reserve. Oh. They I think they have a stratagem that lets you do it. But still it's like a far cry from the, the original design there. Right. And they and they're really expensive now. I want to say they're like almost 350 or 400 points for a monolith.
0: Man, that's crazy. Which, I mean, it's tougher than land Raider a little bit. But it's still like a giant pyramid in the middle of your table that just kinda of floats out there. Right, right. It does have a six shot battle cannon. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway.
1: They're great. They're cool. And we'd like to see the we'd like to see more of them on the table. It's an iconic Necron unit that everybody likes. Yes.
0: Yes. Who who would have thought the, the free figure on the front of White Dwarf would one day turn into like this giant ass army and not just two unit choices? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Was he really free with the white dwarf,
1: the like the old Overlord? Yeah, guy? I,
0: no, no. The, it was the original guy, it was like just the Necron warrior, was like taped onto a white, like the front of a white dwarf I had like in the nineties. Really, like yeah. the like the metal, like a metal yeah, one, like a metal figure it was like the first free figure I got from White Dwarf. Bizarre. Oh, was it like in a blister pack? It was no, it was like in this little foldy packet on the front, and they kind of taped it on. It was the magazine where and, they launched the Necron faction. That's pretty cool. So they're like here. I remember this those giant model.
1: scarabs that would like. That you could run into people and they would
0: explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were just the Terminator in the like second edition. And so like right. seeing they this- had a rule called we'll be back. Yeah. And like seeing this evolution from like this weird Terminator robot thing into this space Egyptians is crazy. <laughs> it's cool that they've done that though. Yeah. Like they definitely have their own character, their their own person. And, like, I see, honestly, this prior book coming out as being the next evolution of that. Because I think cool. if Silent King comes, I think it changes sort of, like, the whole dynamic of, of how the Necrons are.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as they can get away from the Necron space pirates, I mean, I'd be fine with that. Why wouldn't you want to be space I don't, pirates? No, I just, like, there was some fluff from the 5th edition book that was, like, <laughs> <What>? really bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For yeah, real, they like, were
1: they were pirates. Yeah, there was a there was a dynasty that became space pirates, and they were like, stupid. <laughs> "No, yeah, they did not." Yeah, dude, I'm not kidding you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Because
1: they could talk now, man.
0: <laughs> but so, like, oh man, that
1: Ward, that's why.
0: So they gave up their bodies to become soulless robots, and they woke up and then put and on bandanas, and, <laughs> and, and they were some, like. Holy shit, I'm a robot. I have no soul, but I have a real sudden desire to, to go <laughs> pirating. To, to drink rum and pirate <laughs> mortal goods. Mortal goods.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man. Oh, Space Pirates. That's a, that is definitely a Necron series I would watch. Dude, I'm the best.
1: I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP Rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP Rankings, and the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it. From major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best?
0: Hey, we're back. We are, yep. Professionals
1: all Sorry. the way. No, true. I tried to burp, and then it was like, nope, that's nope, not happening. That's not
0: happening. Hey, we we have some listener questions. <gasps> yeah. People, people asking stuff. Uh, I think it would probably be the official name of the segment. <laughs> people asking us stuff. <laughs> people asking us stuff. Yeah, that's that's what it is uh, from now on. So someone wants to know. Someone wants to know. So here, Danny, is uh, our first question. Okay. I got a
1: podcast question for you guys. If it hasn't be asked, and you do QA again, do you think 40k will get AOS style physical spell models in some form? And are you for against it? <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> I'm against this this guy's fucking
0: shitty British accent. I'll tell you that much. That's um, that's terrible. That was uh, from Daniel English, uh, English United Kingdom. Oh man, yeah. Daniel, you suck damn daniel, <laughs> damn daniel. <laughs> but yeah so it's something that people have been talking about for for a while is endless spells in endless psychic K. powers yeah and honestly i thought that psychic awakening was going to as gonna be soon bad. as i saw that psychic awakening video i'm like oh cool spell models i mean and i was first of all i'm D- down down for it yeah for sure like
1: give me my eldritch storm for eldar That I can cast and have it swirl
0: around and swirl tanks around in circles. Like, I've been wanting that forever. Give me an Orc Psychic Power where a giant Orc face just chomps around the battlefield. That would be awesome. That
1: would be cool. Just like the Endless Spell from Lord of Beasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that would be cool. Or even a foot that kicked people around. Oh, yeah. That would be back. I mean, it's kind of like to crunch. Kind of. (laughs) The Imperium,
0: you're just crushed by bureaucracy. (laughs)
1: And then you could make a little storm cloud with like raindrops of blood, and that could be the Blood Angels one.
0: <laughs> it's just a, an Allied Necron unit, because <laughs> because the old bros. Oh man, fantastic! Uh, what other ones do you think they would do? Um, well, as the the wonderful benefit of uh, Age of Sigmar and Forty Ks right now, the Demon ones would just be the they demon could just ones. redo those. Yeah, I mean just they don't have to do anything right for across. Em. All they need to do is print the new boxes that say AOS slash Warhammer forty k. Oh yeah, yeah. do they have combo boxes like that? I think so. Oh cool. Maybe I'm going to say they do. And when people say they don't, then oh yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah, Um, Gene Gene Steeler cult endless spells would be great because they. I think that would go the propaganda route. Maybe you would. One of the endless spells would be like a just a radio truck with like a (laughs) vote for patriarch. I was was thinking like a talking head. We're talking. (laughs) <laughs> it's just Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a tyrannid endless spell would be just make demon karen's great again. Literally, they're the <laughs> unit that got me into the army. Please, I beg of you, make them good. Well, you know, John, <laughs> uh, they're rewriting so of them.
1: They're rewriting the Forge World rules in general. So I think there's a pretty good chance that they'll be better. I think so. I'm excited about that. So hopefully they make the bad units good and the the two good units a little bit less good. That would be the best. Yeah.
0: Oh, or tyrannid one could be like a, a, a like a, a psychic spooky wave. Oh, that'd to, be cool to, to control things. I'm trying to think of what they would be like. Like a tyrannid. Do you think that they would be? I mean, tyrants would just be more tyrannids. Or like the you could do like a psychic form of the horror and it just be like a really spooky like diorama. I was thinking like maybe a
1: digestion pool kind of a thing. Like I don't know, that seems more like a terrain feature though. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I could the spookiness for sure, like the horror that, that, that Tyranids project I think is is the way to go. And then you can turn like the night haunt ghosts or a spirit host to AOS slash Warhammer forty K. <laughs> They you know, can then, become like, the Tyranid powers. The, the, the spooky Tyranids. So
1: John's plan is to only ever buy one set of endless spells ever, because so. he already has the night haunt ones. So yeah.
0: <laughs> the Tyranids need an hourglass. Yeah.
1: Also, a weird soul chest and a big scythe, because that's a that's a You know what
0: would really uh, help out that imperial guard would be the endless spell of a dwarven forge. <laughs> I heard. I don't know, man.
1: I heard a rumor that squats are getting models again. So we'll see. Uh, then, if that we'll, turns we'll see.
0: Out. That's the the Silent King returns with squat allies. Like, the fucking little people. <laughs> that's that's why he seems so big. <laughs> He's just a normal size. Because <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the Necrons on the screen oh, are the video squats. are squat crons. Yeah,
1: yeah squat crons.
0: squat squat Yeah, they didn't disappear. New they troop just choice. Became Necrons. Oh man. So what was even the question? Uh, do you think we will get AOS physical spell models I think in like five years sure I don't think it's anytime soon so someone said something to the effect at
1: one of the previous seminars like when our endless, when our endless psychic powers coming out for 40k and they responded with uh, like never because you guys said that you didn't
0: want those that's been the emphatic response yeah. So but I, I hope f- they do, but I'm not optimistic about I, it. I feel give it five years. That's what I'm saying Like yeah, right sure. now. That's fine. Um, probably, but right now, no, because they want them to be somewhat different, and everything yeah. was like emphatically sad. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Where was the next question? Broadening the question, what mechanics do you think they will pull forward from AOS into 40K? Oh. Well, nice question, was little lady. Karen-English-Australia. Ooh. Um, well, Karen, um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> don't tell my
1: manager about the way I'm answering this question, but I'm going to need, uh, for me, what I would like to see um, is a change to the way, like the way that they do command points for uh, Age of Sigmar. Um, is that you generate them at the start. You get one every turn. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's other abilities and stuff where you can add additional ones to that, maybe. Um, or if you take, like, uh, like the specialist detachments or whatever. Uh, I, I, What are they? They're, like, battalions, I think, in Age of Six. Yeah, right? where you, you, like, pay get extra points ones. for them. And then you can also get an extra one at the start of the game for every, if you don't pay. Oh, for any. every, yeah. Well, no, but they school. changed it now. It's only if you cannot you cannot take you can get 50 points less of models mm-hmm. and add an extra command point but only one you can't play like 200 points down and get an extra four, four. i think
0: that would be a cool mechanic for yeah, i think K. that'd be that'd be big, fun that'd big, be a cool
1: way to rebalance command points a little bit buying command points sure or even just having like a set amount every turn would be fine like i'd be i'd be totally down with
0: that but then like the bitching of why is this uh, like a, a 200 point stratagem like, like, <laughs> I don't know why that phrasing just bugs the shit out of me. That's fair. Uh, one thing I hope we never see is uh, the double turn.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be a death knell for the game, I think, in general. Like, I think that's one of the things that, I, first of all, that is the thing that keeps me out of playing any kind of, like, playing a- AOS in any way seriously because it's not a fun mechanic. It's It's sucky to play around, like, If you are trying to play, it's like, honestly, I don't understand how anybody can play around it. Like you can play so conservatively that you won't do anything and then you're just going to lose. Yeah. So like you just have to like go for it all the time with AOS.
0: Yeah. I've had a couple of games against uh, our buddy Nate Stormcast with my Nihon where I won because I got two turns of combat in a row. Right. So I got like two turns of mortal wounds in a row and it was just, yeah, it doesn't feel good. I sort of like the, the hero phase yeah yeah and you know what that's a
1: good way to uh uh i think the hero like the psychic phase going and and uh other like uh command point ability phase like that kind of thing yeah like all that stuff going into one particular phase i think is great and that's the way that a lot of things should
0: operate so like i think it would be way more tactical if at the start of my turn i have to look at the battlefield and be like do I want to spend four command points to make my berserkers murder units at this, right? Like, like this turn, and like I think the, the added depth of that would be pretty cool. Instead of a lot of stratagems, right now are like pay six CP to win. I like there and there's some okay. that feels bad about that. Um, whereas if it was like I said, like at a start of a turn, you decide what strats you're using. Sure. I think that adds a level of tactics to the game. Yeah, I
1: think that's fine, too. Um, Like, and I, uh, either one of those is fine. Now, Age of Sigmar does have abilities that do trigger at the start of various different phases as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, command abilities that you can use. So, like, at the start of the shooting phase, during the morale phase, that kind of thing. Um, But I would like to see more stratagems happen at the start of phases so that you have to be a little bit more tactical with them instead of just, like, okay, well, that didn't work, so I'll spend a CP here and make this happen. Like, so it's a little bit more involved and committed than, uh, and, and also having all of your command points, like it wiped out at the start of a turn yeah. would also be good too, I think. So yeah.
0: anyway, to balance out the good with the bad, I do not want to see the depravity point mechanic in 40K ever.
1: Yeah, that's probably not good. It's probably not good. Yeah, it's, it's not a super fun mechanic. Uh, like, and, and the summoning mechanics from Age of Sigmar are, are a little strange. I would be, I don't know, am I would I rather do that, or would I rather have the way that summoning currently works in 40k? Which I think is, like, Garbage. not very many people use, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I'd have to really think about would, that. Would you give every army summoning? I'm cool, honestly, yeah, sure, I'm fine with that. If they want to play down points, like, for now, like, the way that summoning works now, mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with that. Um, if anybody wanted to pay point, like, to have, like, reserves come in on later turns from the board edge, yeah, I don't want them teleporting on the table. Like that's bad. Fair. But if if they came in from the ward edge, that'd be totally fine.
0: That wouldn't be broken at all. No. Alright, uh, last question here.
1: Honestly, Ivan took it, still a vice auta edition predits, sustwol be not if you go on or hers to
0: Hey, so that was Zuzina <laughs> from the Czech Republic. Let me go back to Australian Karen. What and the ask. shit was that? <laughs> All right, can you have Karen translate that oh, for us? i have Karen translate this for you. Thank you. That. Honestly, even though it's still a ways out, a ninth edition predict cast would be neat if you guys are low on other stuff in the coming months. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. that is okay. So, as a question,
0: I'm going to take that as a question. <laughs> Wait, okay. Thanks, John. Yeah, yeah. Let me okay. read uh, Karen's words here. Um, Honestly, even though it's still a ways out, a ninth edition predict cast would be neat if you guys are low on other stuff in the coming months. Uh, first off, uh, trademark and predict cast.
1: Yep, uh, stolen,
0: stolen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's going to be reviewed. Stuck on now that, one. Karen, so, yeah. <laughs> or whoever that other person was at the start um minsky or whatever I don't yeah know. Uh,
0: i mean i think as closer as it ramps up because i know danny you and i are always excited for new editions and new stuff coming out yeah the for sure pretty much when stuff comes up like as of today like we're like i want to talk about necron things we have no idea about <laughs> <laughs> but kind of what we'd like to see um i i, I think we'll we'll do more ninth edition prediction stuff
1: yeah, I think maybe when we get, when they actually announce it, I think that's probably when we're going to start with our conditions. Yeah, I
0: think, though, I think we're looking at a sixth to seventh change.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're not looking at, I think we're going to keep, we're keeping our codexes out right now. Yeah. And uh, things aren't going to be invalidated, which is great because I know people just rebought all of their rules. So, um, but new codexes, as time goes on, for sure. I think they're going to, they have a lot of stuff to consolidate, right? Yeah. Like, okay, think about AdMech right now, right? Like, so AdMech has no printed rules, like in books, for any of the new stuff that's come out for them. So the Dunes, the, the Scorpius, the Dune, <laughs> the Dune thing, and then also uh, the Manipulus, the Tech Priest Manipulus, oh, doesn't yeah. have rules printed. And then also they need to print rules for all the new stuff that's coming out. So all that stuff is probably going to be in Engine War, but then I see Admet getting a codex, like, pretty early on in 9th edition. That's a
0: shitload of units. Because
1: it's a lot of stuff to have in multiple books that you have to carry around for what is essentially one codex.
0: Maybe Engine War comes with, like, a Chaos 2.0 codex-style release. That'd be fine. I'd be cool with that. But I think you're right. Like, so I'm like, well, it's not too bad. But no, you're right. They've had, like, several just random release windows. Right. And they just, they need to consolidate that stuff. And, like, it's hard. Oh, and uh, Datalosis
1: as well. Yep. Um. So, like, that stuff needs to get consolidated into a codex, which is... Which which is great. I'm really looking forward to when they do that. Um, <clears throat> uh, it would be in in general like them. So if they come out with a bunch of Necron stuff, right, in Pariah, right, it stands to reason that there probably might be a Necron Codex not coming out too much longer after that, which would be cool. And that could even herald they might release half the mo- like half new models like mm-hmm. coming out with that, and then wait for the, on the other half of the models to release with uh, to release coming out with a
0: with a new Necron Codex potentially. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Like I yeah. said, I don't think it's going to be major changes. I think it'll be wording clear-ups, incorporations of FAQs. Sure,
1: and well, and new
0: model, and new unit entries, right? Yeah. And if they want to, uh, like,
1: refinagle, like, for instance, they didn't do this with Chaos 2.0, uh, where they changed Legion traits.
0: Because
1: mm. I feel like...
0: To include the vehicles I so very
1: much love. <sighs> right, right, right. Because I feel like they may want to rebalance those. Mm-hmm. They, the other thing that they didn't that they never did with Chaos is uh, they also never did any uh, pick your own Legion trades. No, they did not. So I'm thinking like a Chaos Codex is coming. I feel like Co- Chaos Codex three.
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't know because. You know how pissy people are, like, where it's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I bought a codex three years ago, and then I had to buy one last year, and now I have to buy one this year. I get it. And, like, and I understand the salt there, right? But chaos needs love so bad
1: that anybody... Also, chaos players. If you
0: give me a good good codex, I'll pay $100 for it. (laughs) Yeah, I could totally see that, too, actually. Not that it's bad, but if you <laughs> that, give that's me... A, that would be a common sentiment. If you, if you give me, like, a Chaos, like, a Death Guard codex that's good and I have to pay $200 and dance the Macarena to own it, <laughs> I'll do it. I am, like, watching YouTube videos to learn how to do that right now because, yeah, it's... I can see it coming. Like I said, I want, I want a new Death Guard book really bad. I think they could benefit so much from a lot of the options while still remaining thematically Death Guard. It's, so like, Your Master of Possessions... Um. Yeah, some other stuff in there too. Like I said, I don't think you lose a core of who the army is by adding those things, right? So I'd love to see a bunch of Chaos arts you know, get it added to the Death Guard book. Me too, because it's sparse in there, and there's a lot of weird exceptions. I'd like to see some stuff like uh, I'd like to see a Lord Discord in there. Yeah. I think
1: a Death Guard Lord Discordant would be really fun. For sure. Um, and because, like, think of all the Demon Engine stuff that that would help out. Like, yeah. that that would change the whole build of the book, I think.
0: That would, because you have, like, you so many Demon Engines. Like, can right. you imagine them going up with a crown of, like, the the Roombas going up the field? <sighs> They'd be hitting on twos. Yeah. It'd also be cool to have uh, like some new like
1: war gear options for a Chaos Lord in the Death Guard book, and mm-hmm. also giving him like disgustingly resilient and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like, kind of consolidating some of the unit entries and making them a little bit more thematic for the army as a whole,
0: I think would be a really good a really good play on their part. Yeah. <sighs> I know. I'm, I'm already Wishless seeing. I'm, I'm already seeing the, the the people come up and like start to ask about good Death Guard lists. I think that's <laughs> I think that's going to be the next like pretty army or popular army to come out there. I mean, it, at the very beginning of Eighth Edition, that oh, definitely was God, the case. I hated them. Yeah, they were just ugh. everywhere. Yeah. Um.
1: So one more thing before we turn. So as far as like um stuff from AOS that we would like to see in 40k. Right. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. One more thing I would like to see. I want to see more either specialist attachments or I want to see more. Uh, like actual battalions and stuff, I would like to see that
0: stuff. That was something I was going to say. I want to port over paying for formations. Totally cool with that.
1: But paying, you know, getting into things like that there. Yep. But like, if they give you a command point or something oh, like yeah. that, yeah, great. That's awesome. That's a, that's a good thing. Heck yeah. Oh, and an extra relic. I mean, like that stuff would be. F- I'd be totally fine for paying that points, just like it does in Age of Sigmar.
0: Yeah. No, that those are really good systems to come across too. But no double turn. Never, never. Yeah. Please, please avoid the please, double. Turn. Please. <laughs> please avoid. <laughs> Dislike. <laughs> well, that was us answering questions to creepy uh, robot people. Thanks, Karen, and well, who's the who's the other one? Steve. So we had Karen from Australia uh, or Britain, and then we had Zuzana from the Czech Republic and Daniel from England. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, damn Daniel. Dan, Dan, Daniel! Yeah, you yeah I remember one, like, now. There. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So, thank you all for asking those wonderful questions. If you have questions to ask us, we uh, reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah, hit us up. Yell us at yell at us on the street. That's cool too. That's cool too. Because yeah. then we're like, whoa, why are you in Alaska? Right.
1: <laughs> this is weird, but <laughs> okay. Weird.
0: But yeah, ask us questions, and we will love to answer them in various segments. Where I'll even maybe make music, but probably not. <laughs> but a danny <laughs> uh we're well, I think we're gonna sign off now okay cool uh, that sounds good to me yeah yeah uh well, what anything else you want to add before we do um well uh i am really
1: excited about the coming weeks i hope more stuff starts opening up a little bit at like as long as they're as long as everything is happening responsibly i'm very excited about <laughs> thank you I'm very excited about the potential of me playing some physical games. I'll tell you what, like even playing half a game with Rob was a huge mental uh, break for me, sure. and like it was a good, not break in a bad way. Sorry, like <laughs> not, not like it a not me? like a not like a breakdown, uh, like a breakup. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like you broke up his army very right. quickly
1: <laughs> with a hammer, and then. Uh, like get <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. We've not been doing it enough. No. Uh and just uh, like that was a huge relief for me. Like, I don't know, like I getting the social aspect of the game, like and getting back into that is uh really good for me and good for my at least for me for my mental health. And so I'm really happy to have gotten to done that.
0: Nice. Week. Yeah. How about you, John? Um I'm excited to get back to uh the the social aspect of gaming for sure. Dude, yeah. Um, that's been a big miss for me, but now, um, after, uh, painting perp daddy, uh, excited to pin some Nurgle demons. Hell yeah, dude. Cause man, that kit just it ignited a fire in me. I don't know what to <laughs> give him though. So like, I, I just made all the weapons. Um, but, uh, I will likely probably just give him the giant ass sword and the little, the bail
1: sword is really cool, man. The giant cause it's so big. Holy it's shit, huge. It's huge. I did magnetize mine. I saw that they had like the, like the little roll of tinfoil in there to, to get it <laughs> yeah, in good. To
0: get, you had to kind of fill the, fill the See, void. I was going magne- to That was cheap. Oh, well. <laughs> That's why I did that. So let's, <laughs> just adding some stuff in here. I was like, I was going to magnetize it like yours was because I borrowed yours a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw that Tabletop Inquirer article <laughs> where it was like, guy spends six hours magnetizing all the options on his model to only use the most powerful one every <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that was so good. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to magnetize this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That So if you don't follow Tabletop Inquirer on Facebook, man, are you missing just like some really biting, hurtful, true oh, dude, stuff. For sure. Uh, the Onion for Wargaming. It, yeah. It's really good. Hey, you
1: know, so just a, just as a, a little sure. plug for other Wargear options. Ooh. The bell that he gets that brings back dead models Yeah, works on any Nurgle demons. Not just ones from the demon book.
0: So would that work on my uh, lawnmowers?
1: Well, they don't have units, right? They're a unit the of three. Fresh, yeah, okay, sorry. No, so the uh uh the, the blight drones. The, yeah. Or not blight drones. My fetic blight haulers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely works on them. And so getting back like a hundred point model uh, every turn on a four plus is pretty cool. So like oh. I've played with <laughs> <Shit. No. laughs> So just as like a... Just as an option. I really
0: want to do that now because that seems really fucking irritating. Oh,
1: dude, it's so annoying because they come back with full...
0: Because I too. could have like a line of six of them, like two units. Yeah. Have... Do bro in the center like have like a bunch of shit just shrouded by them behind them? In addition,
1: if the Nurgle det- if the Nurgle detachment is pure, then he also gives off the Locust to all of those guys too. Oh, that's really annoying. So they all get plus one damage on their missile launchers oh, on man. sixes. I'm excited
0: about lists, dude. Yeah, There's because I mean cool this 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 is how it always happens. Like like whenever I say, "Hey man, this is really cool," and you're like, "Well, let me tell you this one thing," and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Uh oh, that's that that's good list building. So yeah, I'm gonna go build a Death Guard Nurgle list. Cool. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Marbles, I've been John. I've been Danny. And he's an eagle. <laughs>
1: that's right.